to the old rusty bucket. I'm going to call it from now on. Uh, we are fueled up. We are landing in Kansas City this episode, finally. People will say Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, Kansas. It doesn't really matter. Their state line road runs down there. I think it's mostly Missouri, though. The stuff that we're talking about. Yes. From what I can tell, it's mostly Missouri. So yes. let me tell you, if you live in Kansas City, like some of my old friends, um, that place is super haunted. This is a haunted town. I can see it being haunted. It's yeah. super haunted. Like I'm giggling because I'm looking at stuff. We're researching for this episode. And I was like, oh my crap, I've been by there, I've been by there, I've been by there. Had no idea any of this stuff was going on because back then we had the old modem with the screeching dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, you didn't really Google things like you do now. So right. if I'd had Google back then, I would have been all over these places, I swear to God. So You didn't have, and I'm so sorry, because this is just, this baby is just maybe... The the age, maybe a little bit of the age gap in a show. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. Yeah. No, 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 not like with the internet, but like in, like here. Like if I grew up most of my childhood here in mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Edmond and everything like that, mm-hmm. when you were in Kansas, like none of like, like oh, dude, did you hear about this? Like, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Like you never had sort of those. Well, because I guess you were old, because you're older than I am, so I guess you, when you were living in Kansas City, there was never that, like, dude, there's this, did you never Well, when I lived there, well, or? so when I lived there, and this is funny, so I worked at a record store called Streetside Records. Shout out, Streetside. I miss, Streetside I miss you, you're all closed down. But I worked at the one on Bannister, I also worked at the one on, oh God, what is the road, Metcalf. Um, mm-hmm. in Overland Park, Kansas. I'm only saying this in case there's Kansas City people out there. So <laughs> like, oh, shout out, yeah. I, used, I used to stomp around there. Um, I, loved, I loved Kansas City. But So at my age, you were just... The record store, you kind of found the little goth people. You met every kind of person. Right, 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 right. That's why it was so fun working at the record store. Yeah. That's why it sucks that... Well, now they're making a comeback, which is great. Yeah. Because you meet, like, everyone. I mean, everyone went to the record store. Right. You didn't have stuff online, so... You know, so you you met folks who loved rap. You met loved, yeah. You got, met folks who liked goth or just mm-hmm. like dance music or keyboard yeah. or you know heavy metal. <laughs> he pointed, <laughs> or, or he, he, he pointed hand or and death towards metal. me. Um, and so you just kind of gravitated to those people, right. or at least that's what I did. And then I, of course, got mixed up with all the little goths, sure, and the little witches, yeah, and all that little stuff because I was like twenty and all, yeah, you know, doing all the crazy things you do when you're twenty and you're in a band. And um, so we did ghosty stuff that was yeah. pretty fun, but I didn't really hear any of these stories. Any of the stories? Okay, that was my not guess. really. My so. Question. My experience there was very ghosty, like yeah. all kinds of weird stuff. Like I told you, that's when I had the yeah. um, sleep paralysis issues yeah. and that kind of stuff. And so I had a lot of weird experiences there. Yeah. So it's really fun to come out of it years yeah. and years, years, and years later. Right. Like I'm a whole other person now. Yeah. And then learn that there was all this other weirdness. Right. The history. Yeah. The energy. Like, that is. And not only weirdness, but like weirdness blocks from each other like yeah. literally you go two miles and there's another spooky fucking weird thing so <laughs> I guess that's the thing of being in a big city maybe I was so I'm so amused about it because I am a small town guy I mean Tulsa's right. not giant but I grew up mostly in Tulsa or Altus or whatever yeah. I moved to Kansas City when I got out of high school that was my first place I ever moved yeah. and so it was big to me Right. and now it seems even cooler like yeah. I miss Kansas City sometimes a lot because it was yeah. just fun it was a really cool town but um, but yeah so anyway all kinds of so here's a fun one to start out we'll do this one so uh, Westport is a common it's a little place um, we used to play at a bar the little band I was in played at a bar called the Hurricane mm-hmm. or we called it the Blurricane because you know you were always drunk when you were there um, but yeah so we used to run around Westport all the time it's a very popular little area it's very mm-hmm. cute whatever I what I didn't know is that it was named after, possibly, I think, named after mm-hmm. um, the Battle of Westport, which was part of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. And so, here, I'll read the little blurb on Wiki so that you've got it. Yes. Um, let's see, Westport, now part of Kansas City, Missouri, had already established its place in history by the time Union and Confederate forces clashed there in 1864. 
John Calvin uh, McCoy, known as the father of Kansas City, had laid out the town of pioneers traveling along the Oregon, California, and Santa Fe trails, all passed through it on their way west. Westport gradually replaced nearby independence as the jumping off point for the westward trails, contributing to the growth of the town. During the Civil War, nearby Kansas City, known then as the town of Kansas, <laughs> served as headquarters for the federal district of the border and was uh, garrisoned by a sizable contingent of Union troops. While its own municipal star was being beginning to fade in favor of its northern neighbor, Westport was still of some importance in the region as it turned out, however. The decision to fight there would be the result of a chain of events that had little to do with any strategic importance attached to the town itself. But the whole Westport battle, as we looked at, it was like 30,000 men, mm -hmm. and it was over a really broad area. So it wasn't just this little center of like some major... No, yeah. But it was in there. Yeah. We looked at the map, and it definitely was in there. Oh, well, yeah. So. And I think for... I think people, when you look at history, like uh, with land, mm -hmm. and how we see it now, I think, because we are creatures or people in the present. <laughs> Our bodies are here. We're in the present. It's hard to sort of gauge that this was nothing. Flat. Nothing this, was there. There was nothing here. Yeah, nothing was and there. And that, that the, all of this uh -huh. was a battlefield. Right. Because <laughs> I, I looked at the map. <laughs> it is a pretty big area. Yeah. And in that area that is cordoned off in Kansas City where you see like the history placards like yeah. the battle which I never read I was just running around drunk you know in a band you, man. you know <laughs> running into walls losing but yeah it's like this little green square and it's the map that you see it's like here's where kind of yeah. you observe this area is where the battles happened and no oh, by the way this little bitty tiny green square that is what the na that's on the national registry of like you know of historic places it's just this tiny little space because i guarantee you everywhere else around it is mm -hmm. built up so yeah. you have all these modern things on top of what was once a battlefield what was considered the gettysburg of the west because, gettysburg of the west yes yeah, because yeah. it helped uh from what i read uh <laughs> jeff was like I gotta go fold laundry. Read up on the battle. Of that <laughs> I'm like, okay, Mr. Teacher. Real life people, real life. Yeah. And uh, I mean, because of that engagement, it, yeah, you know, it kind of cut off the Confederates moving more west. Mm -hmm. So that's why the rest of the battle, that's why it never got any further where it went. Mm hmm. Sorry, that kind of trails off into nothing. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, so the reason I want to bring that up first is just because 30,000 men supposedly about fought in that. I don't know how many people died or, you know, what kind of blood was shed there. I do know... 361 casualties and losses for the Union and 510 for the Confederates. So, yeah, definitely already. We're already piling up bodies. We're already piling up bodies. The bodies are piling up in a blood-soaked ground. So... Oh, sorry, go on. No, you're okay. So, and that's the thing. So, I wanted to start there because... What we're going to be doing is is just from the Westport, the center of that particular place, we're going to branch out just kind of in a circle around Westport because there's so much bloody crap in Kansas. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. the, the first one I want to go to is the John Warnell House. It's a museum mm -hmm. I didn't know about. Now, you understand, when I come back to Kansas City, I'm going to visit all of these places. I can't wait. You know you can go and have ghost tours there. I know. <laughs> I'm seeing all this stuff. But the John Warnell House, from my understanding, and we're looking it up now, we're doing this on the fly, by the way. We didn't research city. We just kind of touched on it, looked at the map, and I thought, I know I want to go this place, this place, and this place. So, and I said, you tell me what Like a true road trip, we're, we're hopping out of the car, and we're getting into a place. So, I said, honey, you tell me where to go. My <laughs> understanding on the Warnell House was that it was actually used by both sides mm -hmm. as a hospital. Correct. I don't know if you're pulling something up. Oh, I am sorry. Sorry no, for okay. the silence. I'm <laughs> but uh, tippy tippy tapping over here. 
Yeah, most, and I, it's um, because again, like we talked about in like Carthage, mm-hmm. Missouri, and just in Missouri in general, it's that house. It's one of the few pre-Civil War homes that are still standing. It's a pre-antebellum home. Right. And, um... It's really cool looking, too. I mean, yeah, it's... It's got that pretty... The, it's got four huge columns on there. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a traditional sort of... Pre-Civil War looking yeah. house. Um, but, yeah, it was used as... You know, a, like most places, a, uh, a hospital... You know, during those times, like it's hard to think now, like people coming in and being like, "Oh, we need your help because this guy's bleeding." Right. So we're going to use this as a hospital. Thank you so much. Goodbye. And um, because that's what happened, those houses were taken over, um, so that way they can, you know, have a place to have to a place to stay. So there are ghost stories there. Apparently, it says ghosts from. Bloody Civil War battle said to haunt J.B. Warnell House in Kansas City. This is actually from uh, <laughs> a news site in Kansas City, like just the regular old news. Uh, but during the bloody Battle of Westport in 1864, both Confederate and Union Confederate and Union armies used the farmhouse as an emergency hospital, and amputations occurred in homes sitting room with the battle raging right outside. Many of the bloody, wounded, and dying soldiers were left lying on the floors of the home. Now, a century and a half later, stories around with stories abound, excuse me, with ghostly possibilities in the historic old place. In one bedroom where the most desperately wounded soldiers were left, visitors today <clears throat> tell of feeling a tugging on their pant legs when they when they're in the room. Others tell stories of a soldier in a uniform standing guard in the home refusing to move plus the silhouettes of two little girls are often seen in the yard wearing 1860s attire many believe they are john and eliza warnell's daughters who died as children i could see that this being well yeah tugging on the leg tugging on any type of like ghostly like if i were in this house i think if we were actually hopping out of the car, we're pulled up to this house, we have the car, we're going in there, like, oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. Sort of, I, I think for me, the weird fascination would just be like, this is somebody's house. Yeah, it's someone's stuff. Someone's stuff, like, yeah. okay, come in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all get blood of, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's full, well, because I think if we looked at it at the Kendrick house, um, where I, I think these homes, from what I, saw they were built around the same time Mm. so i think when you have sort of these big at the time these big homes Mm -hmm. i mean they look pretty big to me in the (laughs) middle yeah they're in the middle of a battle which of course modern day couldn't my mind couldn't fathom like i just i can imagine sitting here in this room and horses Outside and people running and screaming and yeah, gunshot sounds and who knows cannon sounds. I don't know. I think there were cannons involved. Yeah, no, who yeah. Knows? Just well, the house is still standing. That's crazy. Yeah. I guess maybe they kind of since everyone kind of used it as a safe haven. Yeah, I think depending on I don't know how long the Battle of Westport went on. Or around the house. That. Or around the house. So it could be that that house wasn't in the center of the battle. I don't think so. Yeah, I just think at family, one point maybe it was along the route. Yeah. Or? So it was probably the Confederates had it first, mm-hmm. and then. I wonder if like nothing they, else was around it at the time. Probably not. Because because there is now, like it's all blown well, up area. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I want to say, I can't remember which one's near Brookside. Let me see. Hmm. Anyway, I'll figure it out. One of them is Brookside area, which is the first place I ever heard the term brunch. Like really, like I was twenty, and I remember some of my fancy friends were like, "Do you want to go to brunch?" And you're like, "Excuse me, what?" And it was this little restaurant in yeah. Brookside. The wait long was like, "What is the big deal?" It was delicious. 
Um, and it's just kind of a little miniature area with some cool shops and mm-hmm. the cute little houses over on Brookside. I used to love Brookside. I love Brookside. I've always loved Brookside. Um, but it's, my brother actually lives over near there now. Uh-huh. And so um, I think it's kind of over by that area, I think, but I'm not positive. I know one of these stories is for sure. But anyway, so that's the Warnell House, which I never knew about and never visited, and now I'm so kicking myself. I'm such a nerd. Like, in my uh, 20s, uh, I was a nerd where... Oh, see, look, I found some stuff. But I was a nerd where it was like, I really was really sort of like into that sort of stuff. I, I told you when too, I were... But when they I didn't was, have shows like Ghost Hunters or well, no. things like that. They had, like, back then it was just like, I don't know. It was... Again, I think it goes to show just sort of like, not that we're like, there's like a super huge age gap Um, between you and I, uh, but it's definitely like where, like when I was 20, 23, uh, I was downtown Oklahoma City, I was working uh, at the property management company uh, by St. Anthony's on 10th and Classen, and I would have my laptop, I had the computer I was working at, and when I wasn't really... When I was supposed to be working more, which was kind of slow, and I was kind of dicking dick around. <laughs> I found, like, you go on message boards, and you well, go yeah. on, like, the old school, like, sites, and, um... Sorry. Excuse me, I'm packing my, packing my smokes. That smoker, me. Here I here. normally don't in here, but I'm going but, to um, Yeah, you listen to, like, like the EVPs, like, so that's, like, that was me... In my opinion, like, oh, it'd be so cool to, like, see. See, ours are, like, you put on this goth music, and you, <laughs> yeah, you, goth you do whatever music. crazy thing you're doing right. that night, or you go to the cemetery, right. or you go um, to the after-hours clubs, and, you know, all that shit. But then you, you know, your friend's house downtown, and that, the houses down there are, like, well, they're all old hotels, or they're the, yeah. the apartment, like, the apartment I lived in. Mm-hmm. It, it was a strange place. It was all cement walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was downtown. I think it was just right off State Line Road, if I remember right. It was the coolest building. I remember when I moved in there, it was mm-hmm. like 400 bucks a month, all those paid. Right. And it was a two-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Nice little freaking right. place. The ceilings were high. The walls were cement, so you couldn't hear your neighbors at all. <laughs> but I remember the entryway being kind of kind of a miniature, like the shiny house. Oh, it had the big chandelier. Yeah. Um, kind of had that older smell mm-hmm. and then you had to go way down in the basement to do laundry which was always creepy no thank you <laughs> but I remember that place being a little bit like what I love it but I actually really did love living there I love that place um I wish I could remember the name of it, it was really cool um oh and just real quick uh, other little things I found on the Warnell house um we mentioned, of course, because it was served as a field hospital, uh, you know, where there were saws and limbs coming off and blood everywhere. Uh, some have reported seeing armed Civil War era soldiers patrolling the doors and balconies, a woman in the kitchen bent in front of the fireplace, and light orbs floating on the rocking chair in the children's bedroom. Other unexplained noises and voices as well as the smell of pipe tobacco have been observed. One of the creepiest stories is that a staff member reported that all the guns hanging in the home suddenly turned and aimed at the front door. That's weird. And they still have guns in the home, I guess? Well, yeah, because it's a museum. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> just like, they just kept all of them that were laying there, I guess? Yeah. Oh, there's, been, there's a lot of sort of restoration work on that. Which yeah, is nice. definitely there was. Yeah. There's no crack or nothing on that. No. That's, That's really like, cool. Um, but yeah, I think if you've gone on one, sorry, I, I lost train of thought there for a second. Please let us know if you went on one of these ghost hunting. Yeah, stories. definitely. If you're from Kansas City, man, chime in. Like, I'm sure there's stuff we're leaving out. You know, yeah. That you're like, oh, I know this or that. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. But, uh, and then, uh, what else? Um, from the Warnell house. And this is what I love. There's so many places in Kansas City, it's crazy. So then, of course, you have, and I know lots of people have covered this one, but not that far away, you have the Kansas City Massacre where that occurred, which I think is now the Science Museum. 
Um, I was there a few years ago. It was really cool. It's very beautiful in there. You would love it, Candace. Love it. It's like an old train station that they've just redone into all this amazingness. And right. then they have the, I guess it's a light rail um, that goes, and it's free. Uh-huh. So you can just go from there and go to all these little districts like Power and Light District and mm-hmm. down to the, the, the marketplace and all that. It's really, really cool. Um, yeah, museums, exhibits, inside. Yeah, look at that building though, isn't that gorgeous? It is gorgeous. It's just freaking gorgeous. This was on an episode of Ghost Adventures. Right, I remember. <laughs> I remember you saying that. So, and that's fine. Like, and we're okay at Ghost Adventures, but this is us getting to go on our actual tour. No, 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 yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's super interesting. A, someone we spoke about in the past episode, Mm-hmm. Hello, pretty boy Floyd. Mm-hmm. Do you want to read the story? Oh, Where's pretty boy Floyd? So oh, I, see, oh no, this guy. So I know who you're talking about. This is a cool website, by the way. We found um, they have the shout out to these guys. Um, it's called American Hauntings, and I think they have a little podcast too. But they have um, podcasts, books. It looks like they do. Books. Okay, so they don't have a little podcast. We have a little podcast. We have a little podcast. <laughs> they like, have a great big podcast, and it's a cool podcast. It's a cool. Well, I haven't heard the podcast, but they have a cool site, which I really like. So, uh, they have books. They have tours. Do they, they do the tours? Yeah. How fun is that? We should just go work with them. <laughs> yeah, they have like the ghost tours and stuff. But yeah, so okay, so I'll read some of what they have, and this is this is from their their um, little site that we're all reading at, at American Audience. So. Um, the sun was shining brightly over Kansas City, Missouri on the morning of June 17, 1933, outside Union Station. The usual flurry of activity was taking place as people came and went on the arriving and departing trains and crowds milled about, hurrying to catch their train as it was leaving the station or greeting loved ones who had just arrived by rail. Suddenly, the pleasant day was shattered by the sound of machine gun fire echoing from the plaza parking lot. People began to scream, run for their lives, and automobile tires squealed. Men's voices cried out in anger, and over and over came the harsh retorts of gunfire. By the time that it finally came to an end, five men were dead on the other, and two others were wounded. Blood-soaked bodies were twisted inside a bullet-scarred 1932 Chevrolet, and others lay sprawled on the pavement outside, glistening with crimson gore. These guys are good drivers. What no one knew in those panic moments was that six of the victims were law enforcement officers, three of whom were agents of the Justice Department's Bureau of Investigation, the forerunner of the FBI, the seventh man who lay dead with most of his head blown away, ew, was a criminal who the police officers and federal agents were returning to Leavenworth, the prison from that made one of his famous escapes. His name was Frank Nash, and he was one of the most successful bank robbers of the Depression era. Nash had been nicknamed Jelly because he was because of his uncanny ability to escape from even the most secure prisons. But it was not only the prison that Frank Nash escaped from. Some say that on the day of the Kansas City Massacre, Nash managed to escape from the grave as well. His body may have been shattered by bullets that morning, but his spirit has managed to survive. Dun, dun, dun. But his spirit dun, dun, dun. managed to survive. There you go. Now, I've been there, and I have to tell you, when you see this place, one, like I said, yeah. it's beautiful. Right. But two, you feel history. Right. Like, you feel it there. Uh-huh. It's one of those places where you're like, God, who did this? It's fucking... You just feel it. Right. Like, you know, like... The, I'm so glad they put a post office here, you know? (laughs) Whoever these folks were that put all this together. I mean, Kansas City is really beautiful. They have some beautiful places and fountains and kick-ass shit. But but yeah, when you go there, you feel it. And I mean, I remember being inside the building and just feeling like, other stuff is here. I don't know what it is. But I knew, of course, you know, when you go in an old building, stuff's happened there, but you don't know what. And I hadn't heard any of these stories. Yeah. And so, and no one talked about it there. I don't remember seeing any signs or anything. There may be. Yeah. But I didn't see, I was just going there to check out the science museum. There's just a real small little part, like sure. a little shop. And we were really just going to go get on the little light rail. Right. My friend Krista. Hi, Krista. Um, to go up and down the, the power yeah. district and all that stuff. So, oh, I love that there's a picture of, of okay. him. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this, this guy. 
is uh, his family from Oklahoma. Well, yeah. Of course. <laughs> God damn it. Anyway, I tell you, it's a small world, man. It is a small world. Um, no, I think I saw uh, and again the. I promise you guys, not everything ties back to Ghost Adventures. They've just been on the air for so long, and I've seen almost all of them. Anyways, they actually caught like on like an inf- like a infrared, um, where it's because it's all marble or whatever mm-hmm. in there, right? Gorgeous, yeah. And they saw like an infrared kind of figure, but it, it wasn't reflecting mm-hmm. off of the marble. So mm-hmm. you know the heat from your body on kind of will reflect off of those surfaces Mm -hmm. so it can kind of be like oh wait is that me okay no it's me it's my body heat reflecting off of this shiny surface right and that's what they caught they they caught a a like an apparition reflection of that but there was no heat reflection oh so it was just this lone kind of signature that was just moving and I think they were doing this during the day Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we'll see what because everyone the well, stories of like of people seeing apparitions yeah. during the day. Well, and it's like, are the cops chasing him around? Or you know, I remember being in there and and listen, the light comes in mm-hmm. and these huge windows. Like, yeah, at the top. it's it's like well, a little bit like um, when I went to um, New York City when we were yeah. at the train station. It's a little bit like this, smaller, sure, much smaller sure, version. Sure, 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 yeah. But it's the same thing. But the the windows, like, I remember beams of light coming through and yeah. just thinking, holy crap, this is freaking beautiful. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And just uh, fucking love it. But I remember feeling an odd heaviness there. And I'm not psychic. I'm not any of that stuff. But I just remember the feelings that I had when I went in there when you're looking back. Sure. And it's not like me applying something new because I've learned some new stuff. I remember having that weird feeling and then it being so bright and sunny outside when we came out, it was so less heavy right but it was heavier than it should have been I don't know I can't really explain it that's all I can say about it is it just felt heavier in there it was, right. the temperature was fine everything was fine it was just a weird sort of heavy and then I remember stepping out and we were like oh sunshine and air and I don't know I'm sure maybe it was being inside but it's so vast mm-hmm. it's not like being in a small area or right. dense it's really it's very open and right so I don't know I don't know I just going back and hearing about this now I'm like oh holy shit this is so weird that I'm stepping it's really fun to step in these places and not know these things actually it's just regrettable that I want to go back you know what I mean it's like that I can't go back right now with what I know and re-experience it because and I will at some point but you know that's why we're doing this podcast (laughs) so we can do that it looks like there are stories of like Seeing like figures of men in dark suits mm-hmm. outside the building near where the massacre took place, mm-hmm. and then like when you approach those, they disappear. They kind of fade off. And I guess there's of course like the normal stuff: footsteps being heard um, out on the pavement outside and inside the building, um, and they say that maybe it's the. Footsteps, maybe they're a reenactment of the last steps taken by Frank Nash and the federal agents as they walk to their doom. <laughs> I think they're chasing him around the building. Uh, That's what I think. You know what I think it is? You know what I think it is? I don't think it's like, I think. I don't know. I feel like that's just like residual. 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 I don't yeah. know if it's anything I can see like, that. Like I an could... active type of haunting. haunting. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like where you have sort of this intelligent entity pushing things around. Right. Or like if you're like, Hello, blah 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 asking. Yeah, like I don't see any things. reports of anything being moved in the building no. or anything like that. Like they rearranged the right. Science Museum T-shirts, you know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> or there's one on the floor. Probably that's their favorite. Right. I don't know. But I think <laughs> because it's like this big stone building made of marble, the energy is trapped in that stone, and at maybe certain times we've talked day. about that. Like yeah. some, sometimes I really feel like a lot of stuff is just residual stuff. Yeah. You know, we are made of energy. Things get stuck, I'm sure. Pieces of us are left places. Yeah. You know? 
you know, and with a, with such an event like that, of course you're gonna be more intense. <laughs> yeah, more in, more in, more stuff is left over. Right, with yeah. it being such a a famous type of uh, event, you know, and you have people who are always coming, and it's sort of the it's kept alive through word of mouth, mm-hmm. through the stories being told. So. Mm. You know, could the whole universal? Oh man, we're getting deep. The whole universal <laughs> consciousness be the, pulling yeah, the collective that, consciousness. Yeah, the collective yeah. consciousness kind of sure. help kind keeping of it alive, feeding keeping, it, yeah, feeding it. that energy to keep it on a loop. You yeah. know, to keep it on a replay, rather than sort of you know maybe it being like washed away. Yeah, and. I guess like what I could use for myself, like I don't feel comfortable being in downtown Oklahoma City. Really? Yeah, like whenever I go down, especially around the bombing area, Um, I get a really, for me, it's just an- It's very intense. It's very intense. I've never been in the museum. I haven't been in the museum. I've only walked around and that was hard. Um, I, I never actually walked inside, and again, mm-hmm. if, if for me it feels like something's stopping me physically. Yeah, like I haven't ever been in there in either. There. I know. I think I started to or something, and I just kind of left in the middle. Yeah. I don't know if it was a time thing or what, but I remember I just I couldn't do the inside. Yeah, and the so, outside was it's very beautiful. It's right. just sad. It's yeah. So, so it and but is it something like like that with some people for mm-hmm. in Kansas City like where there's something that's like the heaviness he felt. Yeah. Like that's the energy, is that something That's what that I think. To me, I really feel there. like you get that heavy. Yeah. That you it's don't sad. think about. Yeah, but. and even though like this guy was apparently not a good person. Not a good person. He was <laughs> not, and he was, Jelly was not a good guy. Mm-hmm. You ain't, yeah, you ain't ready for this guy. I'm sorry. I, sorry. You I, ain't I, ready for this Jelly? <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh my god. I pulled the we Beyonce. owe Beyonce so much money now. Uh, and not knocking Beyonce because, you know, I'm gay, so I love Beyonce. But I just remember one time, like, being really serious about her music, which, listen, she's got some good stuff and that is serious now. But at that time, she hadn't really done anything super serious yet. She was just kind of starting down that road where she yeah, was yeah. addressing some subjects and doing that sort of thing. Right. And she's like, and the lyrics are very important. And I'm. Just playing that song in my head over and over, like, really? Really? It's just Destiny's Child. Yeah. I don't think you're ready yeah. for this. Yeah, show. yeah. So, you know. <laughs> but That's no, I'll hell, hell the the Beyonce, okay? She's a, <laughs> she's a badass. So, not knocking her. Hmm? That ain't mad at No, her. hell no. <laughs> and then she's done some pretty cool, serious stuff since then, anyway. And then, let's see, what else is around there? What else is around there, Jeff? Tell us. Two miles. Two miles. Two miles. From the Union Station. Okay. There is the Hotel Savoy, which I remember hearing about. This is one I do remember hearing about, but I didn't remember really remembering what was told to me about it at Mm -hmm. all. I don't remember it sticking for whatever reason, which seems strange. And this one we want to pull up. We're kind of, like I said, we're pulling up to the Hotel Savoy and we're learning about it as we go in. So we didn't do a lot of research beforehand, y'all. So if we miss stuff, definitely post it. Sorry, guys. My computer is going slow. Uh, mm, Oh, this is actually from the hotel. Now they've changed it. Yeah, now they've changed the hotel. Haven't they changed the name of it? It is 21C Museum, which I think it's... I think 21C is just the name of... Because we have one here, right? 21C OKC. And it's like, I mean, it's a fun place to go. Yeah, it's like kind of an art. Yeah. Yeah, it's artsy. They have the big purple penguins that you can move around and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really fun. And those fun... I'm just kidding. Chairs that spin around that you can I've never been there, but Uh, I did see the video of you being And they have really good Moscow mules. So now you're there. I can already tell. That's all I had to say. The Savoy. Cassandra comes out. Mm. My alter e drinking ego. It's Savoy Hotel. Oh, let me. Okay, so the Savoy Hotel and Grill is a historic hotel and restaurant in Kansas City, Missouri. The Savoy is the oldest continuously operating hotel in the United States, 
west of the Mississippi. Another uh, thing to chalk up to Missouri because mm-hmm. they had the oldest continuous prison, the 47 bloodiest acres in America. Go Missouri, you're just yeah. bloody, man. The hotel closed in 2016 to undergo extensive renovation by 21C Museum Hotels and will reopen in 2018. So it's already reopened. Oh, there's lots of history on this. Let's see here. This one was built in 19, in 1888. Yeah. Okay. That's the oldest continuous. By a coffee company. Is there anyone that asked me? Okay, we're just reading through some stuff. Hold on. <laughs> and I don't want to read everything. Come on. In the 1900s, the Foy was a luxury destination for travelers arriving by train in Kansas City. It was the first hotel seen by travelers as they entered the city from the old Union Depot with the depression of the 1930s and the leadership towards suburban living. The hotel began to fall into disrepair. Although the restaurant remained active, the Savoy was listed on the National Register of Historic Places on December 30, 1974. Renovation of the hotel bed and breakfast in 1985, blah, blah, blah. You are so funny. Sorry I'm skipping all this stuff. <laughs> this is all interesting, but you can read about it yourself. Oh, sorry. Oh, where'd you go, Candace? Sorry, I was trying to click on something. Okay, else. let's see. I want to hear about scary stuff. Okay, so here we go. Hauntings. Ooh, wow. Didn't mean to do that. You're fine. Okay, so on hauntings, it says staff members and hotel guests have reported hauntings at the Savoy Hotel. In the late 1800s, Betsy Ward lived and died in room 505 of the hotel. One story claims that she committed suicide in the bathtub. Another story claims that someone else was involved with her death. A turn-of-century 32 caliber pistol was supposedly found sealed in the wall when the apartment was renovated. Hotel guests and staff have heard strange voices, seen shadows, and heard doors open and close on their own in and around room 505. Stories also claim that the spirit of Fred Leitner still haunts his apartment at the Savoy. Other hauntings include a feeling of being followed on the second floor where a restaurant manager, this is crazy to me, where a restaurant manager was stabbed to death by the dishwashers in 1990. This was 1990. I think I still lived there. How do I not see any of this stuff? I was really messed up back then. Oh, hi, computer. I think it was four dishwashers. What was this guy's name? Does it say? Um, it definitely survives. Let's do this. Okay, keep going, Kenneth. You Other phenomenon include very clear EVPs and pictures with orbs and apparitions. Many have reported the sightings of a small girl in a Victorian dress on the fourth floor, and the elevator repeatedly gets stuck on the fourth floor or will send passengers to the sixth when they push the fourth floor button. So, um, I feel like I might have mentioned this before. My belief on ghost children is that I don't really think they're ghost children. (laughs) (laughs) I think they're not nice spirits, but who knows, they might be. Um, I think people in talking about ghost stories that uh, they have to be really old. Because I know when you said um, about, uh, like, oh my God, that was the 1990s. Like, I was there in that area. How come I don't know about any of this? Or or these ghost stories. It's like uh-huh. people, I think, have this assumption that it's got to be like an old, the lady in white. Uh-huh. The sewing dress or the Civil War soldiers. Like, you know, no, it can be, you know, the essence of a person who is recently passed. Right. So that's what we are like, I can't believe that. Um, but yeah, I think it's totally possible. Again, big tragic event like that. Uh-huh. Not really. I'm trying to find more on the story of why they would do that. Well, I mean, I think. Here we go. I mean, it's. I think. <laughs> the Savoy has seen sequestered. It's just talking about guests that have stayed there. I guess mm-hmm. the Savoy has been sequestered. What has been sequestered? FBI witnesses, mob deals, natural deaths, accidents, and in 1990, its last murder, when a night manager was stabbed to death for ten to fifteen cartons of cigarettes. The Savoy is arguably the most actively haunted building in Kansas City and houses a ghost, a host of ghosts. 
During my tenure at the Zavoy Hotel and Grill, I became very familiar with spirits who still consider themselves on the guest list. And I'm going to read this part because I love it. Built in 1888 for a version in town, the Savoy was renovated in 1903 when the Savoyville was granted. As well as the top two stories in Penthouse, the Tiffany glass dome in the lobby was and still is. Look at that. Isn't that pretty? There's a Tiffany glass dome. It's gorgeous. Still unparalleled in pristine condition, brass figures and marble walls greet the host of celebrities. I love this part. I'm sorry. I like the celebrity list. <laughs> Such as John D. Rockefeller, Sarah, Sarah Bernhardt, and Harry Houdini, who, after being locked in the Savoy's phone booth by a traveling salesman, vowed never to return to Kansas City. Wow. The grill started out as a men's-only restaurant, as evidenced by the lack of E at the end of grill, but quickly changed to co-ed with the arrival of the flapper. In days of distant past, establishments that allowed women added the feminine E. Interesting. I forgot about that. I think we actually discovered that I, in one of our podcasts, didn't we? And I forgot about that. So, like, a men's, if the women weren't allowed, they would leave off the E. And if the ladies were allowed, the E would be added back in. That is such a weird time. That's such a weird time. Sorry. Well, the flappers are like, fuck you, bitch, I'm coming in. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. It looks beautiful. I really want to go stay here. I hope they didn't over-renovate it. No, I Do you know I, what I mean? I like, shame on you if you did. Because the building is on the National Registry of Historic Sites, uh, I think they have to stick with, you know, they can renovate it, of course, to have modern amenities, absolutely, but I think to be on that list, like, you have to, I'm, I'm assuming, yeah, fuck, I could be wrong. Right. Um, there has to be, you know, you have to keep what makes the building important, what makes it a historic site. Right. Is that it's, built in the 1880s. Right. <laughs> yeah. fucking old building. So they have to. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah so, so. so there are elements, of course, but they have to, at least in some sense... Here's the story. I haven't read this whole thing. Oh. A ghost story. In 1922, a 16-year-old boy named Cla uh, Claude Knock Jr. was hired as an elevator operator. Now you know it's old-timey. Um, after only a couple of weeks of employment, he forgot to set the lever correctly. The elevator car started to rise and he jumped after it, missing the car and breaking his neck at the bottom of the shaft. People would ask me why we had weird talking instead of music in the elevator. I would shrug, wary of telling them we had absolutely no, no sound system in there at all. One night, a clerk who denied any sort of supernatural shenanigans was looking white-faced when I went to him for change. You look like you've seen a ghost, I joked counting out dollar bills. He didn't answer, so I turned my head to look at him. His eyelids were hugging the corner of his sockets. Monique, I heard the voice, he said, and it sounds just like a teenage boy. I know, I tossed back, I tossed back at him over my shoulder, feeling devilish in my glee that the great skeptic was flummoxed. It's Claude. <laughs> wow. That's sad. Yeah. I've I've heard I've heard quite a few tales of Is it true? Elevate. That's I mean, what I wanna know. I, I mean old again, timey stuff yeah. Here, here and, and They I, didn't have OSHA, right? No. So you always hear you're like, is it real? And I think it goes to sort of like what I told you, like kind of like what we meant like what I was like, have what have you heard of ghost stories? Uh -huh. Like there's always seems to be a little it's either there's like a grain of truth and then over the years Gross. that story turns yeah just like with any type yeah. of sorry english lit major english lit person come out here <laughs> like with any like legend like uh, the story of king arthur uh, that started somewhere right, right right and it just kind of morphed into something that we know today it, ghost stories are kind of like that mm. as well where something sad yeah. had happened and then like over the years something gets added and it just becomes well, here's thing. a funny one when I was a kid and I remember the stories of malls getting shut down mm -hmm. and then there being weird stories like some girl was kidnapped and murdered or blah 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 but they were stories right. they weren't like actual news events right. and then I read this book about urban legends mm -hmm. 
some of those were started po- for political reasons. Oh, yeah. Like, well, no, but I, that's something I didn't yeah. think about ever until I read that book. Yeah. It's, <coughs> it's kind of like the, <coughs> like the white van. Uh-huh. When you think of a white van, what do you think about when you think of a white van? Oh, like, you know, somebody with candy, strangers with candy, exactly. I don't know, or being abducted. Yeah, or, that was yeah. something during the whole satanic panic thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's sort of like, yeah, it's... That, that story and it just kind of but it's like a particular area or a mall it's like yeah. I guess in the old timey one of the ways you could shut something down mm-hmm. or do whatever is make up some creepy rumors about it but to, for us that would just make us want to go there but right. um, <laughs> for other people I guess but anyway I thought that was weird here's the Betsy Ward one by the way I'm reading from a, a website called squeezeboxcity.com I don't know who's writing this. I'm sorry. I'll give you credit if I can find you, okay? Um, And then we have Betsy Ward. So here's the Betsy Ward lady. Recent celebrity ghost. She is rumored to have been murdered, rumored, to have been murdered by an unknown assailant in the bathtub of her room. We saw this. Any research has proved fruitless, and it's impossible to know when or if she was ever a real person. So we don't know about Betsy Ward. Um... Previous misinformation implied that she had died in room 505, which was actually an apartment that was inhabited by a long-term tenant. The room with all the action was room 502, directly next to the apartment. The faucets turned themselves on and off incessantly. So did the clock radio, the lights, and pretty much everything else in the room. More than once, I had to personally investigate because other guests were complaining about the banging coming from inside the room and water running through the night. A couple that had come to the Savoy specifically to ghost hunt requested room 502. They set up a recorder in the bathroom and left to take pictures throughout the halls. When they returned, they listened to the recording and returned to the front desk terrified and pleading to change rooms. I listened to the recording myself the next day, centipedes rolling on my spine. The contents I cannot repeat here because of the incredibly violent nature. At the end of what sounds like a scene from a movie, there's an unmistakable splash of something heavy being dropped into water. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh. There's a man in a purple jacket in the basement who wears a plumed hat and roams the shadows. Who once scared the hell out of my manager and me while we compared notes about the night's dinner service. That night, uh, I saw him walking around the corner, purple jacket corners flapping as he strode. One day, I saw a guest sitting at a at booth four in the time it took me to walk the 15, oh, 15 feet over, the guests had literally disappeared, relaxing in the imperial room, waiting for the click of high heels to arrive, yet you were still alone. A man once disappeared out a door that has been drywalled over in a, in a room known as the Pendergrast Room. A guest had me listen to a recording where my name is said very clearly by someone who was not there. Yeah, that would creep me. Listen to a recording and it says your name. Oh, yeah. And it's somebody else's recording. It's not even in your own. (laughs) That would be creepy. Uh. Oh, wow. Okay, the Savoy sounds fascinating. The Savoy actually sounds a little bit scary. Are you reading comments on the Savoy? Oh, no. I was just trying to see what I could see in regards to sort of the ghost story. You won't catch me near this place. Uh, Where's it? So, a lot of, and I'm not repeating it because it's a lot of the stuff that uh, Jeff had talked about, but some of the ghost stories and on uh, Only in Your State, which we've used before, they have like a, like a, I really like Only in Your State. It's a fun little website if you want to go touring around. So, but there was a comment at the bottom that kind of did mention that it's now a 21C Museum Hotel. Completely gutted and redone. Virtually nothing original and cost an arm and a leg to stay there. Uh, I'm glad I got to stay there before they gutted it and destroyed this historic landmark. Uh, I doubt any of the hauntings will remain after such a massive overhaul. Not much of the original left except the outside and even that's been redone. I wonder how much of that is true though. I beg to differ about how uh, about that about where it's like, ooh, nothing original or... No, 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 no. Yeah. I beg to differ in regards to that because those... A lot, there's, like, stories about hauntings 
where when you go to renovate, that's when the shit really hits the fan. When they really open it it's up. It's when they go in there and open it up because, you know, if, if you've the mess with their space. Exactly. Yeah, you mess with their like, space. And this, this doesn't sound like residual stuff. No. This to me sounds like literal. And what a really creepy place is that? I mean, I guess over the years, you're going to have dust in a place, but Especially it's just well, a lot of stuff in one place. Well, it's you know? also like a lot of, from what I've heard, it's like, yeah, you know, it's a lot of people go to hotels. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they go to hotels to die. Yeah. It's like, yeah. or things happen and they pass away in a hotel. Well, Claude's going to bug me. I'm going to tell you. The elevator kid is going to bother me now. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Is that going to bother you? A little bit. That's horrible. It is horrible. But I think yeah. it's things that, oops, oh, sorry. Computer. Sorry. <laughs> It's my okay. brain. It just timed out. No, my <laughs> phone is plugged in, so that way. Okay. Um, oh my god, I don't care. Um, <laughs> what were we saying? We were talking about gutting. Gutting, yeah. So when you gut or start doing construction on things, because you're moving things around. I mean, haven't you seen Poltergeist? <laughs> Hello. 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 Basic one one. And again, I've seen many a ghost hunting show. <laughs> Include yes, I'm just saying, ghost hunters, ghost adventures, uh, the dead file. I'm just saying, it's sort of that idea of whoa, the spirit's like da 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 da. Yeah, my stuff. Quit touching my stuff. Yeah, quit touching Get my. I mean, I would be that way. <laughs> yeah. If that's where I've lived for that long. Exactly. So yeah. I, mean, I don't like change. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. That's just like my personal opinion. No, I agree. On on that, I would think so too. You can, it's also sort of like, you know, the land, you know, or I guess you get a haunted object, so if there's something attached to the object. here, I'm sorry, this popped in my brain, Candace McCann. What do you think about this? Yes, yes, no. How funny. You know, repurposing things is all the rage. Yeah. How much residual stuff goes out into that, I wonder? True. So let's say wood from the Savoy gets mm-hmm. thrown in the scrap heap, but then it gets yeah. recycled and put into something else. Yeah. Now we're talking about residual now. We're not talking about like spirits being trapped in whatever. Yeah. We're just talking about residual stuff. I don't know. I think... You think it loses it when it gets somewhere new mm. because it's so much of it's smaller? I Maybe. I think it could also maybe what goes into... A good question. Isn't um, it funky? I'm like, wait a second. This feels like a story prompt <laughs> for I me. Think, I think if it's like like that, if it's just uh-huh. like, hey, repurposing, reuse, mm-hmm. reduce, recycle, whatever, uh, and say which we're all like for. a small chunk gets moved and say, yeah, just gets built into like a cabinet uh-huh. or, or something like that. Yeah. Maybe the intent of the new owner overtakes it overtakes it or, or something happens where that residual energy is washed I'm looking plainly. at my guitars like I don't know where that wood came from is that repurposed wood is that from a fresh tree is See? that from I like the idea of like oh I may get some wood from some old place and have somebody put it in a guitar for me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it works that way. I don't know I it, it, but I don't know that it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know that I it mean, doesn't. I mean, spreading that energy around is, I well, don't know. Well, it's a whole, and it's a, you know, haunted object. Mm-hmm. Like, the haunted museum. Which, well, and I'm not talking, okay. I'm talking residual. Right. Is what I'm talking, like, all, all of that stuff is energy. Sorry, I'm getting all that stupid silly. It's that Dow physics totally ruined sure, me sure, 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 for sure. this, but, um, I love the idea. We're going to get more on that. I'm sure that will come up again. I bet you a buck. More than likely. It'll come up again. Yeah. All right. We can make fun we'll of that. We'll check it out. At a later date. <laughs> <laughs> That's way too deep. Here we deep. go. We're going to take it. That's too deep right now. We're going to take it. We're going to pin it. There we there go. We, we go. pinned it. We think that might be a fun conversation later. We'll see. <sighs> Maybe an off-air meeting. I feel, I feel like there's more Savoy stuff. Um, I feel like there's tons of it. But you know, I don't I feel like know. there's so much that I don't know. I think, you know, I don't know. Uh, Haunted hotels, I think they're just like so all over the place. And yeah, um, there's some of it's there's so much myth in there, probably at some point. Yeah, everything kind of becomes, yeah, like like the hotel Bothwell, 
uh-huh. that we talked about. Yeah, yeah. There seems there seems to be some myth there. Yeah. You know, and um, I think with like well, and the town not wanting to talk about it doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's always like any old hotel. Yeah. Has those kind of stories. Any building, yeah. I mean, this really does. This suburban downtown has those stories. Yeah. I've, have you heard the story about... Oh, yeah. I've heard yeah, all kinds of suburban so, stories. So we'll have go. to come back to suburban when we come Again, back. We'll, we'll circle around. I'd actually like to go stay there. It's very pretty in there. Mm-hmm. It's the one that I've been in. It doesn't have like a big ballroom upstairs and stuff. I have never been there. I think they do. There. Yeah. I think it was really cool. Oh, what else is on? How long have we been going? For about an hour. Oh, okay. Are we going to part to it? It's up to you. It doesn't matter to me. Do we want to do maybe one more? What was one of the other ones I thought was cool? Off-air meeting on-air. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? You tell me, friend. I'm the king. What was the St. Mary's Episcopal Church about? I don't know. You Did we talk one, about that one? You threw that one at me, and I said, okay. And I said, yeah, we can take a look at it. Uh, is it still open? Well, yeah, it's a functioning, it's a wow, church. Wow, okay. Well, I didn't know there was a closed thing. Or... No, it's open. It's, it has services. It's, um, it is the, let's take a look. It is the part of the Diocese of the West Missouri. Uh, it was the first Episcopal church opened. It was established in 1857. And uh, the parish was founded as St. Luke's, and the name changed in the 1870s. So it's been St. Mary's since the 1870s. Um, the current Home Street building was built in 1887. Gothic Revival Church was accepted into the National Register of Historic Places. Do hauntings down there or no? No, but I think there's some hauntings. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. Give me a second here. Let me see what All I can right. find. There's another St. Mary's in Canada that seems more haunty. Well, yeah, well, Canada's Canada. We'll be coming for you, Canada, someday. Coming. Many moons from now. Many moons from now. <laughs> we'll get there. Give me a second. Paranormal. I found this whole thing, and now I can't find it. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Virginia City is what I keep getting. I don't know. I think churches are, um... The hell did I find this one? You're telling me, honey. I have no idea. I'm just following your lead. (laughs) I have to probably edit this out. Why? Or keep it It's all right. Just, people are hanging up. There's Coates. That's a pretty cool one. I've been by that building a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. Go to that Coates House Hotel. We'll go there instead. Oh, did you find St. Mary's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Then we'll do that. St. Mary's Episcopal Church, established in 1857, was the first Episcopal Church in Kansas City. The current building was built in 1887 and was accepted into the National Register of Historic Places in 1978. The building is believed to be haunted by the spirit of an early rector, Father Henry David uh, Jardin, a controversial man who had many disagreements with the church members and officials. Oh. His death in 1886 was officially ruled a suicide. Ooh. Stories from witnesses attribute the unexplained sounds heard around the building being Father Jardin's spirits looking to clear his name. Ooh. Or it could be just a really fucking old building. I don't know. Just kidding. Um... Yeah, I mean... I don't know this one. I want more details. Is that wrong of me? That I want to know, like... Did he hang himself? Did he shoot himself? Did he... Get really drunk and pass out on the organ? My battery is about to... Oh, are you not plugged in? No. (gasps) Candace isn't plugged in. I'm gone. She's dead. I'm done! Part one. Part one! Part one is finished. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. My computer pooped out on me. I, I brought my charger. But... Okay, so we're going to bookmark it at St. Mary's Episcopal Church. And then we still have other places to go in Kansas City, I think. And it's just like two more places. No, three more places. Okay, we've got... There's something about a blue lady. I want to read about that one, too. Okay. Um, all right, cool. Yay. 
Kansas City is a big episode. I feel like um, be with it. I think Kansas City, with it being sort of the where it's located at, and it's got a lot of cool history that I think people forget about. Um, yeah, and I. I should get down to more personal stuff, I guess, since I've been there and lived there. But I remember all through till high school, I was kind of a nerd or whatever, but mm. not really whatever. I was weird as fuck when I hit my 20s, when I mm. moved to Kansas City. And I feel like it was the place. Yeah. You know, I feel like, I don't know if I was just picking up on different things or what, stuff in the air. I yeah. don't know, but Kansas City is very different. And even now when I go there, it's just like, it's just a different place. Like, like yeah. I could, in my bones when I'm there. It's just yeah. like, it's so different here, you know? It's, and I know we have our stuff here. Yeah. But, um, I don't, it's just such a massive stuff in one area. And it's right. so weird. These places I'm talking about, I live like in the middle of all that. Yeah. And so it was really strange. I drove by all that stuff. And I know you just don't think about it in any place you live. There's going to be all that. Kind of no. around you. But yeah. this is like so marked and historically yeah. written down and you know, it's just weird. Well I think like 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 you said, you know, there could there's something there mm-hmm. that affects you, you know, could it be if you want to kinda of get all like Ookie gookie. Ookie gookie <laughs> you know, sort of like the idea of like ley lines. Mm-hmm. So, like, some people say when they go to, like, Stonehenge, mm-hmm. you feel... about ley lines. I yeah. Like yeah. That. So, yeah. So, ley lines, like, are sort of these lines, are believed to be these lines of energy. And mm-hmm. when these ley lines can cross. Inter- cross or intersect, that's, like, a really big, like, power point. Uh-huh. Like, where there's, like, a buildup of energy or, like, or a vortex of uh-huh. energy. And so... If you take, like, I've seen where, like, people, like, if you take dowsing rods, Mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes they can react and tell you where those ley lines Uh are, and there are places, like, all over the country, like, so, like, if, like, when we head out to Arizona, Mm -hmm. you're gonna see, or, like, New Mexico, like, Uh when we go more west, Mm -hmm. you're gonna see a lot of, or hear a lot about that, like, like, in Mm -hmm. certain like little new agey communities right. and things like that. I mm. think there's like a place up in oh Washington or Oregon. I don't remember where where it just seems like there's something there that sort of like defies like physics. Uh-huh. And it they say oh it's because there's this power well of where ley lines cross or a bunch of ley lines intersect. Uh-huh. Who knows maybe that's Kansas City. Maybe there's something. It there. feels like it to me when yeah. I when I talk about Kansas City or think back on Kansas City, it's like a powerhouse of that kind of stuff to yeah. me. But I remember even when I was there, I got into really weird crap, mm-hmm. like just weirdness. Now, it's up to you. Was it ley lines or yeah. was it Jeff in his vivacious twenties trying to figure out who the fuck he was? Yeah. I mean, probably a little of all of that. Right. I don't know, but it was just a really intense time in my life. I remember it was just super intense dreams, lots of crazy dreams, lots of um, friends who were open-minded and wanted to talk about this kind of stuff, people who weren't scared of the dark, you know, and that sort of thing. It was really running on the edge there and and all that good stuff. So I don't know. Kansas City, I love you. I miss you. I don't know why. I do. Kansas City was super hard for me. (laughs) So I'll be visiting soon again. So I guess that's part one of Kansas City. We still have a few more places to go. If you live there, congratulations. Because <laughs> it's awesome. I want to know if you've ever moved away from Kansas City and felt differently and then moved back. Or question. does Kansas City have that kind of draw for you or that oddness or that weirdness that you were... It's like rubbernecking. It's like, I know that there was bad stuff that went on there, that I was young and I made a lot of stupid mistakes, but there's some sort of glamorization almost for me of that place. It's just this weird place to me. It's a weird place. I don't know. And then learning all this stuff about it after feeling that way Mm -hmm. just makes it more intense. It's It's actually really cool. So yeah, Kansas City people, if you ever lived anywhere else, 
Was it different? I don't know. So like we, a pull? Like, is there something Yeah, is there some like weird pull to go back there? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I guess that's it for this episode. Yeah, part for one. For part one? Sure. Wow. Epic. I love Epic. how we make this up as we go along. We did. We really just pulled this one out. We wanted to try just not researching so hard and just kind of discovering it as we went. So, we'll see. We might research a little bit more for the next episode. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you for listening. We plugs. plugs. Sure. So, sorry. No more USA Pie. Yes. Good job. I remembered one. Yay. Yay. At Nowhere USA. No man still got it. Oh man. Oh my turn. Nowhere USA pod on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook, it is Nowhere USA. Uh, then you can also check us out on Patreon.com slash Nowhere USA. Uh, just look at where you say you'll find us and then yeah working on other things like t-shirts and sweatshirts and yes. things like that teespring.com slash nowhere usa i believe if i'm wrong i'm sorry just look at look up nowhere usa on teespring on the and you'll find us yeah there's one sweatshirt one shirt one sweatshirt and then two t-shirts yeah and yeah. some different colors yeah i really like that shirt though i really i think it mm-hmm. turned out good yeah. So and good. we'll hopefully maybe do some photos showing it and kind of get everything out there. Um, and then yeah, like I said, with Patreon, if you like what we do, want to help keep gas in the old rusty bucket, keep <laughs> us going. Would totally appreciate it. Uh, lots of fun little things that you can do. Go check it out. I'm trying to be uh, this week. And last week was a fucking wash on getting anything done over there. <laughs> oh my god. Just life. Hashtag. Also, feel free to share us. Like, if you're on Facebook, share, share, share. And then we like to talk. So if you tell us a story. Somebody posted a really funny story the other day about their grandma and the Momo story. Like, telling it. It was super cute. So thank you for that. I know I responded when we talked for a minute. But um, super fun. I love that. I love it. So, yeah, if you have stories or you're like, Jeff, dummy, it, it was actually like this. Not like that. Tell me. You yes, know. let us know and but we'll do a correction. Especially if you have family stories about it or something, or you have some personal experience about it. We would love to hear that. We would love so, it. Yeah, so, yeah, hit us Mwah. up. We'll respond. It might take us a minute, but we'll respond. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully so. one day this becomes, like, yes. a thing. <laughs> we're, we're here to do what we love and see stuff, but we're also here to meet people. Like, to meet people when you're out of town. Yes. So, anyway, making friends. Yep. Yeah. We promise we won't come stay on your couch for too long. No. If we're visiting. <laughs> I listen. <laughs> Those days are over. I can't do that. I can have yes, room. Yeah. Did that when I was in the dance. Yeah. No, thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, stay weird. Stay weird. Or get, yeah, stay weird. Stay weird. Stay, I'm going to stay weird. Absolutely. I don't, I don't really have a choice. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.